Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Drafts and Drafts. This is Drafts and Drafts with Timmy McPhee, Adamy, and Furlong, and we are ho, ho, ho excited to be here tonight. We got a fantastic episode lined up for you guys tonight, and we just can't wait to get into it. We've been chomping at the bit for two weeks. We're ready to go. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Adam and Furlong, and we have a, a, a fantastic guest tonight. Adam, who do we have lined up for our show this evening? We have someone that went to Queens with all three of us, and she is similar to us in that she's also lived with a uh, previous guest, Stephen Little. She's actually engaged to him. Congratulations on that. She's finishing her PhD and during her studies, she recently, well, she would often come to visit Steve while I was living with him and bring so much holiday cheer that some say, rumor has it, that Steve's heart would grow three times in size around that time of year. So uh, introducing our special guest, Marla. Marla, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat about my absolute favorite holiday in this festive time of year. Yeah, I think we have a we have a wonderful show lined up. It is a fantastic time of year. I, you know, we obviously are bringing in a, a Christmas expert in Marla. But again, on the other side of the coin, we have the literal Grinch. Furlong, coming into tonight's show, uh, how are you feeling? Are you ready to go for this one? Uh, yeah, I think that, um, you know, this from the outside untrained eye may be a category that, uh, you know, appears a little bit outside of my wheelhouse, but, uh, I think based on the creativity, uh, and just sheer brilliance of my answers, I'm probably going to get the majority of the votes going forward. Okay. That's a lot of confidence. Lot of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll see. I speaking of speaking of getting votes, I mean, Adam, again, you as always, you play it close to the chest. We still don't know the results of season three. The votes have been cast. What happened in our last episode? Yeah, episode three, we had a total of forty one votes, which was the most we've had so far. Uh, um in fourth place, uh, our guest LM. Ah, idiot. In third place, uh Furlong. Oh, with twenty-two percent, and second place for the first time this season, Timmy was thirty-two percent, and the winner, Adamy himself, with thirty-four percent. So with a uh, two percent margin of victory, Adamy wins his first episode of season two. Now there was some controversy behind the scenes for those that don't know. I up here in Canada, at least, I don't know if Spotify voting was available. We we made some attempts. I I reached out to you know my community that generally supports me and they were unable to vote. So if there was a way that I would ask for a recount, uh, now would be the time, but, uh, congrats on the win, Adam. Uh, can I ask where did L what did LM end up at a percentage? Or are we just keeping that one on the, on the quiet? Here? 12%. I think he did beat uh, biggie. He did. Okay. Um, I did, I did count the one vote from Lisa who messaged me saying that she wasn't able to vote on Spotify. Could I please out a vote for Timmy? And so I counted that one. So uh, I reached out to Spotify as well, and <laughs> they weren't able to resolve the issue. So uh, I put some effort into that. But uh, in the future, if you are not able to vote on Spotify, I guess we'll you can message the Instagram account and we'll, we'll count. We'll it. figure it out. All right. So back to back weeks, we have our guests finishing in last place at, at eight and 12 percent. Marla, they've set the bar low. Do you think that you're going to be able to pass it in our in our episode four tonight here? I do think that I bring a lot of festive spirit and I think I have a lot of, um, you know, picks that I think people might 
be interested in, but I also think at the same time, um, I'm not likely to be a panderer. And I think I've picked some picks that are things that I love that honestly might not be, you know, fan favorites with all of the listeners and all of the voters. I'm also, you know, in the Christmas spirit, I'm just here to have a great time. I'm not really so worried about where I rank. Um, I just am here to talk about Christmas, have a fun time with some friends. So I'm not so worried about my rankings. That's, that's, you know what, I feel like that's the healthiest attitude out of the four of us. So that's great. Uh, for a long, so speaking of which, you know, in our, in our episode tonight, why don't you take us through what's the, uh, what is our drafts and drafts topic this evening? So the topic for this week, uh, seasonally, is um, your favorite Christmas things. So just a, a brief caveat about what that actually means. Um, you have to be moderately specific. You can't just say Christmas movies. You would have to say, like, a Christmas movie, like, I don't know, The Grudge. Like, you have to specifically say a Christmas movie. Um, other than that, it's pretty wide open. Um, as always, uh, we you know, have the power to veto, but it's more of a discussion around this one because it is kind of open-ended. Um, and other than that, I think it's uh, going to be interesting to see where everyone goes because since there is probably the least amount of, you know, uh, I don't know, confinement to what you can say, uh, it could go any way. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, and I do want to commend for long, you look great in your in your Christmas spirit and your sweater. Um, for those that are watching live here on Twitch, you can see in action. Uh, it, is that a self-portrait? I don't know. That looks pretty close. That looks great. Marla, of course, Marla's traveling and still manages to get a little bit of scenic background going on and the fleece sweater looking fantastic. Great pun. Police uh, <laughs> Navidad. Thank you. And then we have Adam, of course, with his standard blank canvas, but he is repping the drafts and drafts hat. Adam, is there uh, is there a giveaway that you might want to hint at today? Yeah. Uh, so we'll be we're going to be doing it in the after show. Uh, we have a lot of people, and we'll probably just randomize a list, pick the top name, and uh, that person will will win a hat of their choice. We have got a few options, and we'll uh, we'll be in contact with that person and give them a few different options that they can choose from. Yes, so if you're watching live on Twitch here, make sure you stick around for the after show. Uh, and, and if you put in a vote, you're entered to uh, you're entered in to win this draw. Uh, and again, for those that are tuning in and listening on Spotify or Apple, wherever else you get your podcast, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're very excited. So, um, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna essentially hop right into it. And you know, again, four rounds. You guys know the deal. Four rounds, uh, essentially four total picks each. We're gonna get through it. Um, and at the end of the day. Our listeners, you can decide who you think had the best draft of the evening. You can vote on Spotify. You can vote on Instagram. You can vote on our story. You can DM us. You can even vote on Twitter. Just send us your votes and they will be counted. Uh, so we're going to get right into the order here. And as always, we are going to allow our guest who has the most number of slots on the wheel here. So we're going to spin it to see who gets first choice of where they're going to draft tonight. Hypnotizing when you look in the middle there. Yeah. That is Marla. Marla with hey. the first choice. All right, Marla. So what do you think you're gonna do? Hey. Here? Great question. Because part of me wants to just go in and go first because like I've got some picks that I'm confident in and I would love to get them in there. But I also think that like it's a long time if you go first until you go again. Um and and I also think I have some picks that I'm not so worried you guys are also gonna take. I mean, never say never, who knows? Uh but I think I might go second. All right, she's taking the second overall pick. Yeah, we like the change. Listen, that's uh, doing something different than our guests have done this season. I think you're off to a good start here. Uh, yes, Catherine from America, this tree is not real. This is a fake tree, I wish. It's a, it is a fake tree. All right, second pick here. Or second choice. We have Furlong. First. Cool. Yeah, we, yeah, knew, baby. we knew that was happening. Okay. So while he's adjusting there, uh, I 
only have four picks. I know no one else is going to take them. There's one pick that could have maybe fallen into the same category that someone else could have, and then I would have felt bad taking it. So now that I go first, I know that I don't have to worry at all, and it's going to be great. All right, I really want to avoid going last in three consecutive weeks. The wheel, which started out so nice to me, is failing me recently, and that, of course, is Timmy. Perfect timing. I will take the third overall pick. Uh, I like being in the middle. And uh, I think that's, uh, I think that's, I'm happy with that. Uh, Adam, I assume you don't really have a choice. Looks like you're going to be picking fourth overall. I'll, I'll take fourth overall. Thank you very <laughs> okay, much. Okay, good yeah. pick, man. Good yeah. pick. Okay. I like the confidence here. Okay. Uh, and with that, we're going to hop right in and we're going to, we're going to start. So Furlong, you have the first overall pick. And before you make your pick, of course, yeah. we got to bring up the other draft of the evening. And that is our, uh, our, our delicious, cold, flavorful drafts. What do you have on deck for us tonight? So I have two different ones. The first one I have is from Muskoka Brewery, which is topical for me. It's called Winter Beer D Stout. Um, Nitro Latte. I don't know. He's got a winter's beard. The second one I took, uh, also in the Muskoka vein, but not the same, is from Bob Cajun Brewery. Um, and I have spent the last 31 Christmases in a row in Bob Cajun. It's where my grandparents' farm is. And that's where I go every year for Christmas. So when I saw that one, I was like, well, I got to obviously take it. Unfortunately, it's a pumpkin spice latte. Not excited off, about that. Off theme. Off theme. But know. it's Bob Cajun. Yeah. Okay. So having said that, uh, I am going to open up here um, with the first pick for the Christmas draft. Something that I think most people associate immediately with Christmas, more so than even maybe Santa, snow, a Christmas tree. Uh, I am going to take in Home Alone 2 when Marv gets electrocuted. Okay, so <laughs> hear me out here. Home Alone, one of the greatest, maybe the greatest uh, Christmas franchise movies of all time. The scene in Home Alone 2 where Marv gets electrocuted just transcends really everything that's going on. For those of you who haven't seen it, uh, you know, who he's hasn't up to all, seen it? I don't know. He's up to all type of hijinks. He touches the like live wires and he proceeds to get electrocuted over about nine and a half seconds. And as the power or voltage ramps up, it's, he gets worse. And then eventually his body turns into a skeleton, but it still has his hair and it's just a skeleton holding the things with his hair. And then it turns back into him in one of the greatest like CGI cuts of all time. A couple other things about this. Um, for a while in uh, undergrad, my ringtone, uh, when one of my roommates called me, was just the sound effect of Marv getting electrocuted. <laughs> so there was nine seconds where when Ben called me, it was just... <laughs> nine seconds of that and at the local watering hole that we used to go to uh in kingston the spot one time one of my friends ran up to me like trailing a girl and he was like you have to look at this tattoo she had a tattoo of marv getting electrocuted on her arm and that was probably the coolest thing i've ever seen so that's first overall pick for me is marv getting electrocuted in home alone 2 Okay. To say that did not make my list. <laughs> I was worried someone was going to take Home Alone, watching Home okay. Alone, and that's yeah, what that's I was fair. worried about. For me, that's my favorite part of Christmas. I look forward to it. I laugh hysterically, and it's a good time. I, I think the concern over Home Alone 
you know, whether original or two being taken, it was a valid concern, but uh, I'm with Marla. I did not have a specific movie scene. I didn't even think, again, this is the creative thinking that I, I every week I'm trying to channel and it's, I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's a great selection uh, because it's something that, uh, you know, once a year is always going to make you laugh. Uh, Adam, I got to imagine this was not on the top of your list. <laughs> it was like in consideration, but I, I wow. thought... Uh, that's a, oh my god um, so but like like I, th I think it's definitely the number one kevin trap like how it plays out and everything <laughs> so uh so that, that, that always ranks highly so yeah <laughs> okay well that's a, I, I listen i love it we're delving in we're delving deep into a bag already that's great uh you know you're right <laughs> that's just as synonymous with christmas as santa claus uh all right marla you have the second pick, and before you select, what do you have on tap for us? So uh, my beer is from the Society of Beer Drinking Ladies, which, as as the lady ah. in the group tonight, I thought that seemed appropriate. Uh, and it is a the flavor is ginger snap cookie. It's a golden ale. Mm. Um, so it's actually they're they're like a Toronto based group, but this one specifically was brewed in Kingston, um, and it has oh. notes of cinnamon, ginger, um, and honey. So it should be nice. Felt wow. festive. That might very be festive. of the yeah. season the most topical. That's a great yeah, selection. That's, yeah, that's great. Thank you. I was very pleased to find that in the store <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> um, so I will move along to my first pick. Slightly more positive, I think, than someone getting electrocuted. But while well, he was touching a positive and a negative. No, no, uh. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my pick. I so this is my first pick because it is one of, if not my favorite thing about Christmas. Um, I think that this might not necessarily be something that a lot of people have actually done. Uh, and so it might not necessarily be a crowd pleaser, but I'm picking it because I love it. Uh, and this is Christmas caroling. So like literally singing at your neighbors. Um, so I have, I'll give it a bit of backstory. Um, I have done quite a bit of Christmas caroling. Uh, specifically, you guys uh, probably remember my friend Sarah. And we grew up together and kind of in adjacent neighborhoods. And she in particular grew up in this like uh, very kind of charming neighborhood. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone gets along really well. And her mom would always host a Christmas caroling do. And so you gather at her house and then you get your songbooks, you put on your Santa hat and you go to the neighbors who aren't already with your group and you sing at them. Someone brings a portable piano. So there's accompaniment. It's like hella festive. Um, you go to a bunch of houses and then you go back to Sarah's parents afterwards. And there's like, you know, a party with food and drinks and you're like sitting around the fire in the Christmas tree. We bust out the songbooks again. Someone's on the piano. Someone busts out a fiddle. You're doing like a group sing. And it is just like my favorite part of Christmas. It's very wholesome. I love singing. Uh, so that is my first pick is Christmas caroling. Have you guys ever did, gone? I'm curious to know. I've never gone. But did okay. you say someone busts out a fiddle? Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I was going to oh, okay. say this, this sounds like fiddle. a legitimate, you know, uh, yeah. uh hallmark like holiday movie sc yeah. scenario which i've never been in myself um, no no one has ever done that <laughs> for, like 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 forget opera ski opera carol it like sounds like yeah. the best thing ever yeah that yeah. does sound it's so good yeah no yeah. that's great i've never so i've never been caroling i don't think anybody particularly wants to hear my caroling voice but that being said maybe if i go with a big enough group i'll blend in and then i can get away with it um yeah, but i'm a solidly like medium singer but i can blend in with a crowd Oh, there you go. Uh, I have heard Furlong sing, and I, I feel like that's a definite no-no around the streets of North Bay. Uh, you know, Furlong, I mean, I feel like you'd have the confidence to do it, but you've never done it, I'm assuming. Not only have I never done it, 
look, you called me the Grinch to start off with. If someone came to my door caroling <laughs> and I had to stand there and listen to like someone on a fiddle and a guy with a piano and like three people that are obviously just cold sing a song and I'm just stuck there, I can't leave, I'd be furious. So it's an interesting first pick. You said that you thought it was positive. No, not for me. But then again, you know, I have my heart is the size of coal or whatever the Grinch is. But I will give you a compliment. Um, that is a very like not pandery at all. Like, because I don't think most people have ever done that. In fact, I think no. the only people who've done that is maybe like Julia Stiles in the most recent Netflix straight to Christmas movie. So good for you, but don't don't come to my door. <laughs> noted. It's noted. <laughs> You, you are forcing people into like a three to five minute commitment that like they I, didn't sign up for. Yeah. Are you, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I have to be, Marv could be getting electrocuted during that time. Wait, Think about that. Do you feel, Adam, would you feel more awkward getting happy birthday sung to you or having a carol sung to you? Oh, carol. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even in the spirit happy of birthday is like 12 seconds long. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you know, Marley, ignore them. Next time, you know, feel free to stop by my place anytime because that sounds lovely. <laughs> Great, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, I uh, I picked a beer. It's not necessarily specific to Christmas, um, but for me, it is specific to Christmas. Uh, so I have gone with the original Innis and Gun. And the reason that it's specific to me for Christmas is one of my first memories of getting to know uh, my wife's parents. So like back then, my girlfriend's parents, my current in-laws, uh, one of the first memories I had with her dad was, you know, just kind of having welcoming you over and he uh, he introduced me to this beer and it's uh, it's really interesting. It's quite delicious. Uh, it is aged in single malt whiskey casks for 51 days, vanilla, toffee and oak. Uh, it's very rich, very flavorful, in my opinion, very wintry. It is not a summer beer by any means. Uh, it's not something that I'm going to have a, a lot of. But I really enjoy it this time of year. I generally don't drink it like 11 months of the year except for this time. And so it's one of my favorites. Uh, and I'm excited to have it tonight, although I'm about halfway through. So, so far, it's it's very good. It is a Scottish golden beer at 6.6%. Um, and with that, my first round pick is... Uh, I, I'm going to see if you guys think this is too broad. We'll see. But one of my favorite things about Christmas is... Uh, has to do with my complete lack of cooking ability, and that is signature dishes. So I'm not taking all Christmas food. I'm taking very specific dishes that specific individuals make. You guys let me know if this is okay. But uh, as an example, um, you know, there is a dessert that my grandmother makes. It's like a rum pudding that she makes every year that my dad really likes and I really like because I, I enjoy rum. And I look forward to that. And that is a Christmas Eve thing only. Never again in the rest of the year do I get to try it. Or uh, my sister and her, my brother-in-law make these really, really good truffle mashed potatoes that they generally don't whip out at any other time like Thanksgiving or Easter because they're pretty rich and unique for, for a Christmas meal. So it's that and, you know, the, the specific, generally in my head, it's the desserts and the, the unique components to a meal. It's not Christmas dinner entirely. It's just these unique facets that are a really a one-time-a-year thing and something I look forward to the most. Just title it Family Recipes. Perfect. You've done it. Thank you. Wow. Where were you this <laughs> afternoon? Man, I got to consult you earlier. Uh, North Bay. Yeah, okay. Yes. Family Recipes. Thank you for long. Yeah, I think like every family has those. Uh, that's. I think it's a, a pretty good pick. Um, depending on what member of your family cooks them, some are better hey. than others. Here we Yeah. Uh, um, I'm sure the truffle ma mashed potatoes sound really good. Both both the ones you've listed sound really good. Um, I think I think it's a pretty solid pick. Okay. Yeah. So I think sometimes the, the puddings, 
Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. Mine's dumb. <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes I feel like, I, I agree with your pick overall. I absolutely love like a signature Christmas dish, something that gets busted out. Um, I feel like there's a lot of weird puddings at Christmas that yeah. are like signature Christmas dishes that I don't necessarily love. Or like my mom always makes deviled eggs at Christmas, which I realize is a thing that's like come back into fashion, but it just makes the whole house smell like farts and I don't <laughs> love it. And so I feel like there's a lot of signature Christmas dishes that I'm kind of like, oh, no, thanks. But like they come back every year. Yeah. So I think I'm on the fence about this one. Okay. That's exactly. Wow. Like you took the words out of my mouth, but please don't take the deviled eggs out of my mouth. Love deviled eggs. <laughs> but love them. Uh, yeah. We used to have we used to have uh, tortier or tortier or whatever you want to pronounce it, which is very yeah. Quebecois on New Year's Eve. Um, and I don't mind it, but my sister hates tortier, and we just had it all the time. And so she just had to have that for like twenty years, being like, "I don't like this." And it's like, doesn't matter, family recipe tradition. So it's a double edged sword. But if your family are all good cooks and it's stuff you like, that's fine. But if you don't want your heart house to be fart central, maybe not the best. I, I that's all fair criticism. I like the the good and the bad. Like I think it's funny when somebody brings over something that they do every year and everybody else rolls their eyes and like yeah. I, I find that charming because I and then like, you know, people like pick it it the whole scenario to me is hilarious because it's like it's a consistent like it doesn't matter that last year eighty percent of it was left untouched. Those people are still bringing them. The ones I mentioned, by the way, do not I'm not talking about yeah. those, but you guys know what I mean. So yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I and and yeah, that's I, I Food, I was like, again, with a lot of these, like, I was, I'm a little worried about how fast they're going to go off the table. So, hence what, lid, no pun intended. Uh, so, Adam, what do you got to, to round out the first round here? Yeah, I'll start with my my drink. It's by Sierra Nevada. It's Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. And it has a little winter cabin there. Uh, don't know how many hops. Uh, only uses the purest ingredients. Mm. Okay, sure. That's fine. Um... So with my first pick, I think I'm still going to, I think I'll split the vote, but I think I'm still going to take Home Alone. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. I'll take Home Alone 1. Um, I, I, whole movie? Whole movie, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, start to finish. It uh, does you can't pick a nine-second <laughs> interval from the movie. <laughs> when, those, when they go, Kevin, remember when I did that on the plane? Yeah, and it was my joke that you saw. No, no. <laughs> Just... Just everything about Home Alone, when it involves you and me for a long, it's just you taking from me, and I'm <laughs> done with it. So I'm taking well, tell, Home Alone here. Before you start, tell the story for those that don't know. Oh, we, we were on a plane for uh, uh, spring break, and I thought of a really good joke, but we're on a nope. plane. <laughs> so, so I didn't want to yell it out loud. So I leaned over to, to Furlong and said, oh, my God, we forgot Kevin. And then he said, yeah, that's funny. And then he just proceeded to yell it, and everyone laughed. And I was like, this is... I thought I was maybe the funniest guy yeah. in the world, and it was the best joke I've ever done. Okay, continue <laughs> with your explanation. And you also mentioned your, your friend who, like, pulled the girl over at the bar. That yeah. was me. Yeah, so... It was actually? <laughs> yes. I, I don't remember that yeah. part. Um, so I, so I think I like Home Alone 1 a little bit better than Home Alone 2. Um, I like the kind of, uh, trap scenes better in Kevin's home base rather than his aunt and uncle's being renovated, um, brownstone, maybe New York abode. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just think number one holds up a little bit better, um, in terms of the, it's the same plot for both movies, but like the. 
the weird character being the the old man who comes in at the end and and catches them um yeah i just home alone one and watching it every year is just one of my favorite things to do about relating to christmas yeah that's what this episode's about uh yeah I, I mean, Marla, is, was, was Home Alone on the top of your, your favorite Christmas movies list? It's not on the top of my list. I appreciate it, and I know that Adam loves it. I also assumed he would probably pick it. Um, but it, it's not one of my, like, top five, probably. But it's top ten. Like, it's good. I've seen it. Definitely Home Alone 1. I would say the, the sequels I am less familiar with. Um, but it is, yeah, a nice nostalgic movie. I think it's a fun one. I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, it's for me. It's top. I'd say it's top three or four. It definitely was on my list. Uh, I signif- I like one significantly more than I like the sequels. I think I just find it. I don't know. I just find it more endearing and more entertaining. Uh, yeah. Before it's like overly done a little bit. But uh, is there a particular scene that is your favorite? By like, I mean, I know we talked about it a bit. I don't want to put you on the spot. Um, I like the the paint cans. Paint cans. That's Best prank. Yeah. I like. Uh... Look what you did, you little twerp. Um, <laughs> that's always classic. Uh, yeah, I think those are probably the yeah, top two. That's fair. Um, I, I also like the uh, the Michael Jordan moving around on the train and him like controlling everything and yeah. dancing. That's a good one, too. I like that one. Yeah. Furlong, I mean, is this just robbery or is this betrayal? No, it's totally fine. It was like the reason that I wanted it first, but I would like some sort of like reflection in the when you make the infographic that I picked first. Yeah. Yeah, I always do. So, you know, I put them in order. <laughs> no, but I, when it's just the four of us with our picks, yeah. I want it to be like Marv getting electrocuted, brackets. Furlong took this first, and then Adam decided to take the same yeah. basically thing that Furlong already did afterwards. Uh, yeah. Last thing I'll say about it is I also think Home Alone 1 is a significantly better movie. But Home, the scene where he gets electrocuted is top three cinematic moments of all time, and it's not two or three. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, uh, Adam, you're on the first. That was the first leg of a back-to-back, entering round two, and you're yeah. on the clock. Uh, second round to lead it off. I'm gonna go with something that uh, I enjoy around the holidays. Probably a little bit too much of. Um, so last Saturday night, I went to a holiday party. Uh, drank a little bit too much of this, and oh, we knew, uh, I knew this was coming. <laughs> and I'd take a quick little lap around the block. Um, and that's eggnog. I'm not used to drinking that much dairy, and I drank about a liter and a half of it, so uh, gave me a bit of a tummy ache. So eggnog, I, I like. I like to split up the brand I use. I like to, you know, never buy the same brand brand twice in one holiday season. Um, you know, some of them have alcohol. I'll dabble with those. Some of them don't have alcohol. I'll dabble with those. I'll throw a little bit in my coffee too, which sounds disgusting, but I enjoy it. So it's my Christmas. I'm gonna do what I want, and I'm taking eggnog with my second pick all right i mean do you do you uh when you drink it is it always is it cold do you ever do like a warm i don't know like so i'm not a big eggnog connoisseur take me through i know you just said you kind of but like you know i i've seen with like spices cinnamon uh like what's your i mean i know you just mentioned a couple but what's your like prime preferred uh recipe for consumption the best one is made uh at home in a shaker you put you put egg, you put a little bit of cream in there, um, you put a, f- a few spices, a little bit of syrup, and you put uh, whiskey and cognac. Oh, wow. You shake it up, pour it in. I, I typically use like a rocks glass and a little freshly grated nutmeg and cinnamon on top. 
Very nice. Okay, that sounds great. Uh, Marla, you big eggnog fan? Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not actually. It actually wasn't on my list, mainly because, yeah, I feel like it's often too much dairy for me. Um, but that being said, I think also when I was growing up, my parents aren't really big eggnog people, so it wasn't really like a part of my tradition. But uh, my in-laws are eggnog people, so I have been putting eggnog in my coffee all week, the non-alcoholic kind, and it is quite nice. Yeah. Uh, so I do, I do appreciate the festive flavor, uh, and I do think it's a nice pick. Furlong? Um, we used to have, we always have eggnog when we're opening our presents. So yeah, it's, it's a good one. Uh, I also, I respect the pick because I think that that's one of those things that could go either way. I feel like eggnog, if you probably don't, didn't grow up having it, you'd be like, that is repulsive. Um, it's a, one of those things where like, if I was from another culture and i came over to visit like canada and they're like here have this eggnog i'd be like it's like if you go to you know norway and you have pickled herring and you're like what is this eggnog would be that so um but i don't know i think it's an okay pick not even remotely one of the best things of christmas but it's fine Right. I think I was in university the first time I had eggnog because I feel like for so long I didn't really like eggs as a kid. I didn't really put it together that there's like doesn't really taste like eggs. Uh, also, like what it... is nog? <laughs> I ask the expert. Don't ask me. Uh, I, I I don't know why they named it that. You can ask that about like any name, but uh, it's not two ingredients and one being egg and the other being nog. But uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right uh steve asks this night he says that it's nice that every round includes something that makes rooms smell like farts excited to see what comes around three yeah steve that's mainly what tonight's episode is about we each agreed to take at least one thing so uh yeah. they just knocked theirs out early and uh we're moving on all right so i uh i'm gonna i got i got the next pick here in the second round um i got a few things that i think i can probably save until later and i i'm gonna go you know similar to what Adam did, I'm going to go with my all-time favorite Christmas movie, uh, and this is a movie I watch every single year, and that is Elf. Uh, I know it's probably, I understand, it's kind of like basic, but it's Will Ferrell at his finest. I'm a big Zoe Deschanel fan. Uh, it just embodies the spirit and excitement of Christmas. Like, if there's anybody in the world that, I don't think there's anybody in the world that does a better job of, like, bringing the level of excitement for Christmas that an adult can have more than Will Ferrell and Elf. Uh, and it's just a feel-good, happy movie about, you know, somebody trying to get used to things that are not what they first seem and, and making their way through the world and making everybody else, you know, have a good time. And uh, I think it's just a, a perfect balance of, like, feel-good with a little bit of comedy and rewatchable. So it's going to be my my choice. Does, does this make your top five Christmas movies, Marla? Yeah, it does. This one is quite high on my list. I am sad that it has been picked because I love Elf. Uh, it is definitely one of my top five. Um, and yeah, I think it's a great pick. I just, I feel like there's so many good quotable lines that I just like say in my everyday life a lot. Like I, you know, not infrequently say, I just like smiling. Smiling's my favorite. Uh, or like, have you seen a dog? Like there's just so many good lines. Yeah. Him, him walking around the, like New York, the scenes of just him interacting with New York City, like in stores and stuff is by far my favorite part of the movie. Yes. Yeah. It also has a really excellent soundtrack. Um, I listen to the soundtrack a lot. They have uh, the Brian Setzer Orchestra does a jazzy version of the Nutcracker uh, that I have used in many a ballet class, and it's really good. So I, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of sad that you took this pick because I low-key wanted it, but <laughs> was, like, great choice. When you said Home Alone was down on your list, I was like, oh, maybe I need to go to Elf right now because I think that's that was at risk, especially because yeah. you had two between when I got to pick next. So, um, yeah. all right, Furlong, 
the Grinch. You seem displeased with this choice. No, it's a great pick. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with Will Ferrell. I think a lot of the times his comedy is the same thing. It was funny the first time, try a different joke. But <laughs> like I feel with Adam Sandler, he has niche things where he does something different where he's great, and Elf hits that category. He's just like, it, it's just even my like coal-shriveled heart can't, it, it's just a feel-good movie. It's really like the cast is really good. He he does a really good job, and like Marlo said, the soundtrack is actually really good. So it's a good pick. All right, I I I'm not a huge fan of it. What? I'll, I'll be honest. How can yeah. you like Adam it's... Sandler and not like Will Ferrell and Elf? Well, there's particular Adam Sandler movies that I think are good. I think with Will Ferrell and Elf, it's just like a little bit like too, like it's a little bit too much for me in in my <laughs> opinion. Like it's a little bit too like childish, and I don't know. I think from the Adam Sandler guy. Okay, okay. I, too I think childish, it, I, and it just doesn't like spark nostalgia for me. I think if it okay. came out probably like four years earlier, then I would kind of like think back to the time where I first watched it and kind of like bring out that nostalgia in me. But uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Probably uh, yeah, like Catherine from America saying. Probably cost me some votes with that opinion right there, but I'll, I'll be true to myself. Wow. All right. Not impressed. That's okay. All right, Marla. Uh, the next the next pick's yours. Yeah, you got two of the next four here. Yeah, so Elf is off the table, I see. Okay. Um, I think I might go back the food direction, uh, and I'm, I'm going to pick specifically drinking mulled wine. Um, I feel like making and drinking it because I feel like I love making mulled wine. It makes your house smell so nice. It's all like cloves and cinnamon and Christmas and it's like nice and boozy. It also, you know, I feel like evokes feelings of like European Christmas markets, which I haven't really, I'm like I've never been to Germany, but like I've been to Christmas markets in London and that's quite charming. And so I feel like drinking it kind of like evokes a lot of festive feelings. And then also it's quite nice and tasty, I think. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I've never... Um... I, like I think I've had it maybe once, but I do appreciate. Like I don't want to get in. I don't want to give it Chris, the Christmas market vibe is by far one of my favorite vibes and a high on. I, I I have similar things high on my list to what you're saying. So um, it's something that I would definitely want to try if I get the chance, uh, especially if you can do it homemade, which like I'm assuming most of yeah. it is homemade. I don't like. Yeah, it's basically just like spices and like some oranges in red wine, more or less. Okay, well, that sounds. Good. Usually some like. Uh, what's the other alcohol you can put in it? Like a bourbon? I think I put a bourbon in it this year. Ooh. All right. That sounds yeah, like right up can. Adam's alley there. Well, you can do it homemade. And one time my sister did do a family recipe of mulled wine homemade, and it was revolting. It was <laughs> oh. unpalatable. People were throwing up like in the exorcist. It was just despicable. So I would say that um, my experience with mulled wine, I will say it does smell delicious. It, it smells really, really good. It does smell like Christmas. Um, but I don't know. It could be hit or miss. So maybe my sister should just be banned from any mulling activities. Yeah. One, one thing my, my girlfriend really loves doing is doing mulling spices. So it's everything mm -hmm. you would put in mulled wine. I don't know if this is like something she came up with i don't know where it originated from no it's a thing he invented sure. mulling yeah <laughs> but but put all that in a pot and just like make the whole house smell like you're making mulled wine basically i think um but I, I, yeah but the uh, the drink itself 
I think the scent is better than the drink itself. Agreed. In my opinion. But I feel like I'm I'm becoming the Grinch here. I don't yeah, know. you you have not. <laughs> that's my this was, yeah. That's my lane. This was Get supposed to be a positive, supportive episode going no, into the holidays, no, and that's no, our Adam is just no. like, no, I don't like that. All right. I will call off for the taste and smell as part of my pick and the whole mulled wine. Double down. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think I think you get both for sure. Uh, all right. For a long, you've been, you've had to sit there for a long time. You've had to watch watch some picks come and go. You got back to back choices here. What do you have ready in the chamber to go? The first one is the only feel good one that I'm going to take, um, and the only feel good one that should be taken by anyone. Uh, and I'm going to read out exactly what I wrote. And Adam, when you do the infographic, you have to write this. So I'm taking... I'm, I'm sick of these yeah, demands for I the agree. graphic. I don't know. <laughs> shush, 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 shush. Uh, you have to take... You have to write this. So this is uh, what I think is the second best part of Christmas. Um, when a kid gets a present that they really, really wanted but didn't think they would get. So that, whether you are the child getting it or the person giving it or someone watching, is like the only time where I'm like okay, maybe, you know, being a human isn't such a bad thing. There's just something about it. Like, in my opinion, Christmas, like, is for children in the sense of children just love it so much. And, like, it's just better. I don't mean for children as in humans or adults can't like it. I mean, like, it's such a good thing. Kids love Christmas. They're so into it. Like, when I was teaching, you know, for the entire month of December, it's all the kids talk about. It's just such a huge thing. And, like, I can remember when I was, like, eight, um, my dad uh, got us a present. And it was in this huge box. And we started opening it up. And at the time, you don't have any concept of, like, money or, like, any finances or anything. And he had bought us a PS1 right when it came out. And, like, couldn't afford it. But, like, just did it anyways. And we opened up the box. And in the first wrapping paper was a memory card. And then in the next one was a controller. And then it was a game. And then it was a cable. And we were just, like, getting so amped up. And then when we got to the bottom, it was the PS1. And I can remember just, like, going crazy that it was this present. And then when I got older, I remember doing something similar for my brother. And it's just like watching a kid get something like that and just, you know, they sometimes like, you know, you cry because they're so overwhelmed with emotion that that's OK. So that's that's my pick. Oh, so sorry. What was the pick again? Just to be clear, it's Christmas is for children, not adults. And if you like <laughs> Christmas as an adult. It's the nine seconds in Christmas uh, <laughs> when you don't get the present that you wanted. That's what I okay. cho- that's what I chose. <laughs> uh all right marla i mean i i feel like you you, you must have uh i I'm sh- i feel like that has to be a childhood memory that resonates with with pretty much everybody right yeah i think in general it's hard to be like oh my god children having having a wonderful time at christmas that sucks <laughs> like no that's galaxy brain choice <laughs> yeah that is lovely and it is yeah it is nice and kids are surprised and that like excitement i feel like that excitement is such a fun part of christmas and obviously i am an adult and I still love Christmas, but there is something different when you're a kid and there's the magic of it and Santa and like all of that kind of experience, um, I think is a a big part of it when you're a kid and that's very wholesome and nice. Yeah. I mean, this, this pick has uh, been very successful in chat. We see 10 out of 10 pick. Can't argue with that. This was the meta furlong content I was waiting for. This is a good pick furlong. And just like that, his heart grew three sizes. So immediately (laughs) resonating 
with the with the crowd on uh, on going. See, this is the stuff that we talked about it before the show. We get these sometimes we get these these topics and you're like you want to find these like creative things and for I think this is where for long you really have a good niche on this stuff so I, I think that's a great pick um, and uh, I yeah I certainly have memories of like formational memories of being a child at Christmas and getting stuff that like you still remember to this day uh, Adam I mean you got to put a Grinch spin on this I'm sure you have one in there Good luck Yeah I don't I don't really have I have uh, have much uh, maybe a bit of a bit of a pander pick to our uh under 12 listeners which <laughs> are, a significant portion I, of your base I don't yeah, think yeah, so. yeah yeah no, no, but, no yeah that's the big yeah. spotify voters oh, okay but yeah i yeah it's a, it's a good pick i don't know that that's all i got okay all right uh well that's a strong pick um that's rounding out i guess the the third round here right so that's a second oh that was a second thank you okay uh, which percentage is that beer man 6.6 6. um mm. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for that. I was like, yeah, I think we're moving really quick here. Uh, okay. Good choice to round out the second round. First pick in the third round. What do you have lined up? So I only have two left on my board because I know we'll get both of them. Um, after like the success in general, like applaud that I got for the last one, I really want to take the one that I know everyone's going to be mad about. Um, but I want to save that for last because it's funny. So I'm going to take my other one. Uh, and so I'm going to say the third best thing about Christmas is December 27th to 30th. And the reason that those are the best is because as Adam said last week, um, the, you know, things that are totally overrated are just doing anything. And that window is almost like this weird sweet spot that doesn't even exist. Like those three days between boxing day and new year's Eve day, like anything goes does it did it even happen who knows what's going on and like those days um when you're a kid you get to play with your toys you don't have any obligations you don't have to go see other family and like do these like familial things you don't want to do as an adult you don't have to like go visit your family and you don't want to do that and new year's is always a letdown but like you're off on holiday so it's just like this blur of like fun hanging out with your friends no responsibilities those three days are just this sweet spot of nothing matters and anything goes and that is the best i i i'll i don't mean to jump in i will jump in i i i like this pick a lot by far as a kid my favorite like one of my favorite weeks of the year because yeah you just have whether you're whether you're a kid between you know um terms or you're in university between semesters it's like your time to recharge, relax, enjoy whatever you've been looking forward to all year. Some time to yourself uh, and do whatever you want with it. I, I, I agree. My favorite week of the year. As an adult, it can be great when you just, you know, work slow and you don't have a lot to do. It's wonderful. And then if, you know, sometimes I've had weeks where it's just really busy and that's the way it goes. But I, I love that time of year for sure. Um, I often make an effort to take vacation during that time and go nowhere for exactly what you're saying. So yeah. I think it's a good pick. Marla? Yeah, I have to say, this definitely didn't make my list. I did not even think about the three days when you do nothing. Um, but I feel like the pig is growing on me. Um, you know, it's notably kind of not festive because you're kind of doing nothing. But I think sometimes that is, Christmas can be stressful and you're doing a lot of stuff and you have a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff going on leading up to it. So sometimes the actual relaxation part doesn't happen until afterwards. And that's quite nice. Um, I feel like I often end up traveling on those days, you know, from one family to the other or whatnot. Um, 
which makes it kind of less relaxing. But on principle, yeah, I think that it's a nice time. And I think it is nice to actually be able to kind of sit back and enjoy the season. Watch the Christmas movies you haven't seen yet. Things like that. Yeah, I, well, I, I ultimately <laughs> think it's a good pick. But I'll just bring some negative light to it just for the sake of it. Um, so it seems like the outdoor rinks are often busy in that those three days, which like, you know, is terrible. Uh, I you sometimes to... will have to work as part of those days, which always mm-hmm. feels terrible. Yep. Um, and like sometimes you'll just see all the Christmas trees out for the garbage, and like nothing says holiday spirit like just Christmas trees being thrown out. So th- those will be my negative spins on it, but uh, I think overall it's a pretty good pick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. We're... Yeah, I, I I should say as well that um, all of the careers that I've had have. I've had that time off. So a perspective that I didn't consider, which multiple people in chat and have said is like, you may have to work. There was one year that I did work retail where I had to work. I like worked boxing day morning and the 24th close, but even still, I don't know. So that that's, that's fair. But I, I just think that, you know, it's, it's, that's the part that I enjoy the most. And as a kid, I enjoyed the most. I would just set up my Lego and then for three days, just, you know, just be absolutely dominating the Lego field. So that was, that was what yeah. I really when, Listen, when that time is quiet at work, it can be a really yeah. nice time. You get caught up on stuff if you need to. You, you're not worried about. Yeah, I, when it's quiet, when it's busy, it's the worst time ever. Because it's like Which the is, least thing you want to do in the world. Uh, but yeah, I know. I still think it's a good pick. Uh, all right, Marla, we got your okay. third round pick here. Yeah, I've got a few options, but I think I have one that is pretty safe that I think I'll leave until the end because I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's safe. So I am going to go, I'm going to go with skating, going skating, um, you know, on an outdoor rink. Uh, if it has nice lights up, that's really charming. I think also, you know, obviously Christmas is in the winter. It's really cold outside. Sometimes it can be hard to be motivated to go outside, but I feel like finding fun winter activities is like a way to actually enjoy the season. Uh, and, you know, growing up in Ottawa, we always have the Rideau Canal, which is always a fun skate. It's often not open till after Christmas because it's often not really warm enough uh, or cold enough, sorry, come Christmas. But I feel like in general, in like the winter kind of festive season, that's a really nice thing to do. Get a group of friends, you know, eat a beaver tail when you're skating and just like enjoy the nice cold weather. Enjoy the snow. Um, yeah, I like skating. Well, I know Adam hates outdoor rinks, right? Any kind of outdoor skating, I'm pretty I know. sure. I, well, yeah, I, love, like... I love outdoor no, rinks. No, I don't like, think so. When they're too busy, you know? That's, that was my I, only I, point. As two Ottawa natives, uh, like, is it... I thought the Rideau Canal was, like, insanely cold, but you're saying it's not even frozen by Christmas? Is that right? As often it's not cold enough leading up to Christmas, and because they need, like, a certain number of days where it drops below a certain temperature overnight, and so often you don't get enough consecutive days yeah. until after Christmas. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I've never skated the Rideau Canal, like, you know, not the whole, th- uh, you know, pieces. And I, I, I am uh, obviously, I love skating and I, and I, it's not something that with what's available in my city, I should certainly make more of an effort. Uh, just haven't in a long time. Cause I guess if you were it, like, it, there's nothing quite like outdoor skating for sure, but it doesn't have to be hockey. It can just be, you're right though. The best way to enjoy the shift in weather is to lean into it and do something with it. So, uh, for long, our Marla's selection, by the way, was, um, kind of like winter Christmas skating just to catch you up. Sorry, Adam, go ahead. They've also come out with these like trails through the woods that are all. Yeah. Those are fun. I've done some of those. Those, those seem pretty nice. I've never been able to do one. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a solid pick and any pick where you like in the peripheral of it, 
get a beaver tail is is gonna it's gonna yeah. be a good. Yeah, no furlong. I'm, like, I'm a solidly, <laughs> I'm a solidly medium <laughs> skater too. Like I'm really not a strong skater, but I still yeah. find it fun. Just like yeah. you know, strapping on your skates and and going around. That's I think that's, that's what I was gonna say. Furlong can't skate. He can rotate. He can spin in circles, but he kind of just watches. So I don't know if he'd get the same experience. But maybe if you pluck him right in the middle of the rink, he'll have like a similar one. Uh, yeah, I think like you know, um, for you city slickers. You know, it's it's maybe a little bit different, but like, I don't know, 100 feet that way is just an enormous frozen lake. So I can do a lot of like winter skating, but I will actually say um, I actually really like that pick. I can remember in Bob Cajun, um, my uh, grandparents live on a farm and they have a pond and the pond would freeze before the lake in north bay froze because the lake is really big so it wouldn't be frozen at christmas so i would be super stoked to bring my skates because then when the world juniors were on i could go on to the the pond and there was this old like uh fire grate that looked like a hockey net that was the only thing we had that i would like put in the ice and i would just skate there for hours pretending i was in the world juniors um ending up being you know not even remotely good at hockey but it was a really fond memory. So that, I actually do like that pick. I don't even know anything negative to say about it. Great. Okay. How nice. The holiday spirit is getting you. It's finally mm -hmm. gone to him. It's finally gone to him. Uh, Steve in the chat saying, yeah, I can skate under the lovely Gardner Expressway in Toronto. Yeah, I don't think Ottawa has anything quite like that. Uh, that's a unique that's a unique feature to the city. Uh, okay, so I guess it's now my selection. Um, I'm going to take something, I guess, that's... I, I don't want to say like for a long meta, but it's something a little bit different and I guess specific to me. And uh, I'm trying to think of a way to word like I, I've been trying to think of a way to word it all day, but it's it's really the um, I guess the calm the calm moments between the Christmas chaos. And so when you are either hosting or attending or traveling, a lot of the Christmas season is to and from and preparing and cleaning and, and getting ready and taking down and putting up. And it's just a lot of like, not chores, but things to do. And, and you're, there's not a lot of like moments to breathe. Um, my favorite moments in Christmas and the Christmas season are the moments where it's quiet. There's not a lot going on and you're just living, you're enjoying the moment of being there from my family. That usually occurs Christmas Eve. Um, we typically have a bunch of family over, have dinner and then my family is a little tradition where we have like a nightcap. So we have one or two cleansing ales or wines or whatever before we go to bed before Christmas morning and just kind of decompress and chat and catch up. And it's by far my favorite time of the year. It's I think the time that I've gotten to know my family the best just because it's just a little bit of like quiet and, and, and just to really enjoy that time of year and nothing else going on. So uh, whenever you can get those moments in the midst of all of it, I think is the, the most quality time that you can have. I mean, I'll jump in first here. Um, I actually think that that's like a very interesting um, like comparison to the 27th and 30th in a good way. It's like the times. So in my opinion, and maybe this is just my experience, but a lot of Christmas and a lot of the holidays is more stressful and like has a lot of things you have to do and is a lot of tradition and has a lot of negative that goes with it that you just cannot avoid. And this is just, I think the reality for most people. And it's unfortunate that 
in my opinion, and then it looks like Timmy's, like some of the best parts are when you don't have to do all of the, pardon my language, Christmas bullshit that goes with it, which is why I like picking things outside the box. But I will say that I totally agree. Like if you could boil it down to the things in the Christmas or holiday season that actually matter and mean something, it would be the best. But unfortunately you can't because you have obligations. So I totally love the pick. I think it further supports what I'm saying. And it's a Grinch pick right on <laughs> yeah i agree i think it's really nice and i think obviously i am someone who loves all the kind of prescribed elements of christmas i love all this specific fest um and all those kinds of activities but i also do like the downtime and i do like those little moments that you described and i think that is really nice and i think for a lot of people who yeah don't love the specific fest in the way that i do these are things that they can actually really enjoy about the holidays and it is actually kind of like the nicest part and the times to yeah, catch up with people that maybe you don't otherwise or just like sit down with your family in a way you don't normally. And yeah, I think that's quite nice. That was very well said. Uh, Adam? Always a big fan of doing nothing. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm saying. All right. Catherine yeah. from America says, how are we going to fit this in an Instagram post? Um, we're going to find a way. We're going to yeah. find a way. Thank uh, you, Adam. Yep. This yeah. Is yeah. Good job, Adam. Yeah. I, I don't know what we're doing for this one. So yeah, we'll, um, we'll figure it out. It's like a multi-part. Send a Christmas yeah. card with all the <laughs> Yeah, vote yeah. yeah. by sending me a Christmas card, and that's. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay, closing of the third round. All right, uh, mine is like somewhat on a similar vein. It's going back to Christmas Day, um, and so on Christmas Day, typically um, my my brother would always wake up very early, and he wouldn't be allowed to wake up my parents. But for some reason, there was no rules on waking me up. <laughs> So don't know how that got through, but uh, really appreciate it. And we'd always have a big breakfast. And I think one thing that I always appreciated was that little Christmas nap. You know, you get, you get your presents. You know, you, you can play with them a little bit, but maybe around 1 to 3 p.m., just going upstairs and saying, you know, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a Christmas nap. So I, I'm a big fan of the Christmas nap. Um, maybe it's not truly in the theme of christmas but i think throughout the year when you look when you look at all your different naps the christmas nap hits particularly well so i'm going Big with nap. the christmas nap uh i I'll, I'll can i ask is this a uh any age thing or is this specific, like more are you close to this when you're a kid now I think any age, any okay. age is good. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I'll say about this is this is like a big dad pick. <laughs> like when you're a dad and you're like, I want to go back to bed when I'm a kid and I open up an RC truck, yeah. I am not napping. I'm shooting the RC truck <laughs> off a jump into my sister's nose all day. I am right. no naps for me. So uh, what now? Yeah, sure. But as a kid, I'm not napping. I don't know. Marla, are you napping on Christmas? No, and and I think like I can appreciate this in in principle, or maybe more in theory, I guess, than in practice. In my general life, I'm not a napper. Um, I'm a big sleeper, and I find if I lie down to sleep, my body's like eight hours. Here we go, and then I get really sad if I'm like interrupted before that time. Um, but I think also like my Christmas, even Christmas Day, is usually pretty busy with family obligations. So you know, I'm I'm going to do family stuff, and then we're opening presents, and then we're going to Christmas dinner, and there is never really time for time, naps. time for naps. And so no this way. is like not part of my personal experience, not really something I can relate to. And then also, yeah, don't love a nap in general. But I realize that that's like a a lot of people love naps, and that's fine. Um, right. So because I feel like this pick kind of falls into the 27th to 30 kind of 
category that Travis pulled on because I feel like like everyone likes having fun. Not everyone (laughs) likes not playing with their toys. And your naps. Whereas I feel like on the 25th, I'm kind of go, go, go. Right. Yeah, you, if you want to be a Grinch about it, you can. Everyone has wow, Marla just Grinch. destroy my nap, Marla. <laughs> um, for for me, it's it's like a I really enjoy it because you wake up a little bit too early, catch up on some extra sleep. I'm I'm a big fan of the Christmas nap. I understand that not everyone is, and maybe appreciate I appreciate that you like it. Yeah, I I'm a big <laughs> nap guy. Uh, for sure. I appreciate it. I, I got home from work today and I was, I got no sleep last night. So I napped for an hour before the show. Cause I needed to, I'm a big is nap it guy. Christmas day. Is it? But Christmas no, day? that's, that's where I draw oh, the okay, line. Okay, yeah, um, okay. I've never napped on Christmas day. I'm not saying that I wouldn't, if I had nothing to do, but yeah, as Mara was saying, like, typically it's like, you're, you're one, done Christmas morning. You're off to somebody, some like different family you're moving. Um, it's kind of like an adrenaline thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I've never tried it. I'm not going to knock it. Because I've never tried it, but I, I I can't say that I've relied on it. So one of these years, but all right, good pick by Adam over here. Uh, you need a big last pick here, Adam. What's yeah. it gonna be? Um, I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. I don't know. I don't think I'm winning this week anyway. So <laughs> I'll take a second thing I like. Uh, I'm gonna double dip in the movies, and I'm gonna go with Love Actually. So watching oh. Love Actually. Love that movie. Um, Marla, Steve, and I actually used to watch it every year. So, uh, you know, happy to uh, take another Christmas movie that I watch every year. Um, I'll, I'll typically watch it like before, before in the holiday season to my Christmas nap. The Christmas nap is just on Christmas Day. Love actually typically comes before that. Um, but I just think it's a, it's a good movie. Lots of storylines. Uh, almost all of them are good. Oh, no. Um, and I just, it's kind of a bit of a tradition of mine to always watch that movie. So before we unleash the Grinch, Marla, I mean, I feel like it sounds like you're, you're a fan. Oh, I was going to say, it feels like Travis has opinions. I I am a fan. And I realize that like some storylines are maybe more problematic in our modern day light, but I also feel like in general, it is quite nice and festive. Um, and there are a lot of storylines that I quite like, and I like that, that kind of multi-storyline format, especially in a Christmas movie. And it also has a great soundtrack. Um, I feel like, it, yeah, I think that's a good pick. It didn't actually make my list today, even though it is probably top five movies, but it didn't It didn't actually make my list. But that is I think so that's so weird. Pick. It didn't make my list, but it's definitely one of my top five. I wasn't going to pick it, but yeah. I, I will, if somebody says, let's sit down and watch it, I will I will sit down and watch it. Yeah. So I'm Absolutely. surprised by that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for long, I feel like you're, you're, you don't agree with this, do you? Yeah, Love Actually absolutely does not hold up anymore. It's a nostalgia pick that when you hold it under a candle, it just immediately evaporates. The The storylines are like at one point Liam Neeson's wife dies, I'm pretty sure. And then the person tells him like to stop crying because like no one's going to like he's he, he like he gets told like two days after his wife dies that like he should stop crying. Like it just the, the actual if you break down Love Actually with no nostalgia, if you showed it to someone who'd never seen it, today they would be like this is not it so as a nostalgia pick fine but like if you're using that as one of the top four things that are the best about christmas in general uh you i mean i don't know man i i guess you like napping on christmas yeah, my, you, my did, list. Say you were doubling down i was wondering if you were going to say boxing day nap as your <laughs> and that would have been a I think that would have been a monster choice <laughs> 
yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah. That's a t- listen. You got a. You got a. You took. You took a lick in there. Uh, it's. Yeah. I, I. I like. It's again. I'm not. When it comes to these movies, I'm not watching them with a film critic's eye. I'm watching them just to enjoy and feel good and whatever. And yeah, it doesn't hold up for sure. But there's also. It's got a great cast. Like no. Like I, clearly. I think, I think like, it. Yeah, I think it does hold up. Like what? I don't know. Like. I guess we'll agree to disagree there, but well, maybe yeah, yeah, I feel like, we'll... you know when Emma Thompson is listening to Joni Mitchell, like that just breaks your heart. Yeah, it's like yeah. There may, this actually may be Hugh, a great after Hugh, show. Hugh Grant dancing that doesn't hold up. Oh yeah, Classic. I think it's yeah, more that. like I think it's more like the the relationship. I I think it's how things kind of come to be, but I don't know. We can we can talk about this more in the after show. But I I, I it, listen. It's a good movie. I'm surprised you double dipped. When we talked about the show beforehand, you said you might, and nobody else thought anybody. That's fine. Listen, you're a movie guy, it seems, and that's okay. And no matter what, you won last week, so you can rest on your laurels for a little while, you know? I've never and, won, so who? what am I doing here? And and I have a couple of things that can, like, fit on a graphic, which, like, I'm not saying that I was, like, <laughs> thinking yeah. about while yeah, making my fair. picks. But uh, instead of giving a paragraph, you know, it's... I see Lisa yeah. in the chat saying the holiday is better than love. Actually, that is a complete fact. That's what I'm talking I, about. See, I like both, but I don't think either of them has any. I think love actually weirdly has slightly more substance. Like the holiday does not have substance to it. It is a. Does it have Jack Black in it? Yes. Okay, well, then it wins. Okay. I, mean, okay, I, mean, I can't argue with that. Thing. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Okay. Um, I. Uh, this one's actually way off the board for me this i i'm not joking folks i have a list of 23 items next to me he said 24 in the pregame well technically it's 24 but i broke out elf from my other movies to create its own so now it's 24 um and it's not even on here but I, it's gonna it kind of hit me during the course of the show and again i'm not in it to win it i'm just speaking from the heart uh and one of my favorite things about christmas is the cozy christmas clothing so that is pajamas that is sweaters sweatpants sitting by a fire uh, obviously soft fun hats. Uh, I like being comfortable. I'm a big guy. I like being cozy. I like being, you know, cu- cuddled up under a blanket, just relaxed. And, and I think it's the best time of year to have fun pajamas. My wife, although she's going to disagree with half what I say in the chat, she has seen me in multiple ones, Christmas onesies. That is a regular thing. Cause it's the best feeling in the world. And I think it's the best time of year, whether you're opening presents or relaxing or watching movies, the best time of year to be in, in cozy clothing. So that's that's gonna be my uh, my. Is that my? I think it's my that's last, last round pick. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Um, my wardrobe normally is like ninety percent knitwear, so like I'm very much behind this pick. Uh, I love a cozy sweater. I love cozy pajamas. I love all of this. Um, it this actually didn't make my list. Um, I didn't think about that, but I do think it's a great pick. I love being cozy a lot. So I think that's great. I feel like people are going to argue like you could just be cozy all year round. And I get that's that. That's what I'm saying. I, under- I can see as soon as I saw you put your hands up, I'm like, I, I, I know what you're saying. Um, but like I wear sweatpants in November, but they don't slap as hard as wearing sweatpants by the fire, like opening presents or like drinking eggnog or like watching right. a Christmas movie. I think it's a different atmosphere and I think it's best enjoyed this time of year. I also really like the mental image of you in like a full like it's a reindeer onesie is my my main no 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 i'm talking like a christmas carol ebenezer scrooge pajama set with one of those stupid hats like why are you wearing a hat to bed you're in one of those and you're sleeping and you're like that is okay for me but 
in general, just like I'm wearing Batman pajama pants right now. And like, cause they're comfortable. Just do that if you want to. <laughs> right. I, I didn't say you can't in any other time. I'm going to be wearing cozy clothing in February. I just said it's the best time of year and I look forward to it. So. All right. I'm, I'm definitely going to have to agree with furlong here. Uh, whenever I picture Timmy sleeping, he's definitely wearing a sleeping cap. So, and when he would... snores, the hat, the like little bulb oh, was yeah. like in front of his mouth yep. and comes down. Can, I, yeah. can yeah. I, does anybody know what the purpose of a Christmas like a sleeping cap was? Like, what is that? Uh, it's to put on your head. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I missed. That. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. I, I I think it's a good pick. Uh, I don't own a lot of cozy clothes. We also live in very yeah. warm weather so, so it's a little bit different do you miss it is uh, my question i've I've got a couple of sweaters i like but not uh yeah it doesn't really resonate with me so okay sure <clears throat> love actually okay marla uh <laughs> you have your your last pick of the draft here what are you gonna go with yeah my last pick so i think this is one um Again, I left it to last because I wasn't afraid it was going to get taken. And surprise, surprise, it has not. Uh, I think it is one that is very specific to me. Uh, and so I wanted to kind of, I, you know, I think I started with something that was very me and I wanted to end with something that is very me. So my last, last pick is going to be going to see the Nutcracker. Um, I know he doesn't know I am a dancer. Um, I danced my whole life. I've been in the Nutcracker a number of times. I still teach ballet to this day. So I love ballet. Um, I love the music. I love going to the theater. The Nutcracker is a classic. It's so festive and, and nice. And, um, you know, the variations are lovely. And so I think that is going to be my last festive pick is going to the ballet, specifically the Nutcracker. Now, I'm pretty sure whoever loses this week, uh, I think they probably have to probably for long i feel like you could film a video if you i feel like you have nutcracker potential in you do you not is, is that's tchaikovsky right it is yes yeah uh Look i that. definitely do have it in me uh, i will actually say that i love that pick um I am a big, uh, I really like musicals and like theater and stuff like that. And that is a Christmas tradition that I actually would have loved. Um, I watched the Nutcracker, like we used to watch it on TV. There was like different versions of it. The, the music the is always fan- one? He's not there's only in a- Home Alone. He's also in the also- New York City Ballet version of the Nutcracker. There's like an animated one with rats I really liked. Not the yeah. Secret of Nim, but like, anyways, there, so... Uh, I really like that. That's a niche pick that I think is actually really good because even if you haven't done it, you can be like, that would be a really awesome Christmas tradition. And also you're a dancer. So it like hits home more like, you know, heavily. I think it's a great pick. I don't even have any Grinchy stuff to say about it. Well, we can pass over to our other resident Grinch. Yeah, it's just, uh, I'm just curious about one thing because before we hopped on going live, you mentioned that you like kind of cheer for the Leafs now. Even though I, I you're mean, an Ottawa native. So I'm yes. wondering if you like the one where they have like Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews in it. Yeah. Uh, they often well, have I mean, Leafs show up and be, so, I forget the character. So, yeah, they're the uh, cannon dolls. Yeah. They don't often show up for the record. Um, okay. So in, in the National Ballet's version, so the National is the company based here in Toronto, um, they bring on two cannon dolls every night, and they're usually, like, local celebrities. So, like, you know, this year, for example, like, Tom Power was on, like, the CBC host, or they get, like, actors who are from Toronto, or one, you know, one night they had Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews on. It's a yeah. different, like, duo every night, and they kind of pick, like, Toronto-based celebrities, which I think is pretty cute they put on these funny jester costumes and and come out for a little bit yeah but that was your favorite yeah. version i guess yeah i mean i later. i didn't see them specifically. I, and they don't announce that before right like you or do they no, i feel like you just show up and it's a surprise 
Uh, they do announce it, so I've seen the list. Oh, of really? Because like, yeah, wouldn't people like clamor to buy? Was a I thought yeah. the Leafs one was a surprise. Like, oh, you know what? You would know. Like, if you gave me a yeah. week's worth and I knew one was somebody I wanted to see, would I not clearly want to buy those well, tickets? No, so, the, so they they announced it. Like, they announced them maybe last week, but like, it's basically already sold out. Oh, okay. um, oh so they do announce it in advance, but it's like probably not enough in advance to do anything about it. You just okay, like, oh so great, that, I got Austin yeah. Matthews and or or I got whoever. Yeah, George Strombolopoulos, yeah. who I would personally love to see do that. But John Gomashi. Yeah. yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd love to see back oh, in the day no. Phil Kessel do it. But, you know. <laughs> I'd love yeah. to see Phil Kessel today do it. Uh, all right. No, I, I listen, I, I having lived in Toronto, I've never done it, but I feel like it sounds like, and I've seen, I actually saw the videos when Mitch and Austin did that. Um, and it, it looks like, obviously, I mean, like any long running production, they, they crush it. There's a reason it's so popular. Uh, and it sounds like a great, like a great tradition to do. Um, I don't know if you're going to get a chance to go while you're in the city, but um, you know, it seems like it'd be I'm not going with her, unfortunately. But I did watch it. I watched it on TV last night. Oh, so there you go. Okay, nice. perfect. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right, Furlong, you're rounding us out here. You're taking us across the line. It is the fourth round, the last pick. Let's close it off on a good note. Uh, well, I, too bad for you. So I, as the last pick, uh, am going to take the best part about Christmas is the random takes you get from extended family members. And here's what I mean by this. In like the last four or five Christmases, these are two takes that I've heard at like the Christmas events. One of them is that it's better to drive with cruise control on when you're in traffic because then you don't have to worry about the pedals. And then another one that I heard was that uh, the government is doing a conspiracy to prevent you from hunting elk because they want all the biggest ones for themselves. So these are the kind of things at my family events that there's at least one or two of these every Christmas. There are these just like ridiculous things after a couple of mulled wines that you hear your extended family talking about. And like as someone who's like not that like stoked about a lot of Christmas things. I just gleefully sit in the corner waiting for like one of my cousins to have a couple too many drinks and start talking. Like, and another one is one guy wore a shirt that was just uh, a, a picture. And it said like, uh, it was Trudeau, a tree and a rope. And then it said instructions not provided, obviously implying that you would, and like, you can have your own political affiliation, but like to wear that to a Christmas event, Great. Love it. I'm here for it. So that, I think, is my fourth best part about Christmas, is just hearing these ridiculous things that these extended family members love. Is that is, is that a Christmas shirt? Yeah, it has a tree on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, no one else is going to relate to that, but I can remember I, being excited. I, I would make, like, I don't bets think with true. my sister about who would say the most ridiculous thing. Like, will it be this person or this person? Like, we would have bets about it. And that, for me, was just always really good. So there you go. That is the last pick. Yeah. I've had, uh, once again, another great thing to just be able to easily throw onto your graphics. So uh, just, <laughs> yeah. I like that one, yeah. Um, but but I've, I've had one where, you know, I was at a, a Christmas di uh, lunch, actually, and someone said, they were talking about climate change, they said, but who's actually gone up to the Arctic and, like, measured how much it's, like, melting? Like said, a lot of people. Actually, I I know someone. My girl travels. <laughs> yeah. travels She's in there. Friend. She's yeah. literally right there. Yeah. yeah. And so that's like, I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I I do. And they're like, oh, oh. So. Well, they probably don't know. And you're like, 
okay i don't know i love it i just sit there and like humor them and like stoke the fire i'm like yeah i bet they love the biggest elk what are you talking about so yeah that's i i love that so there you go very very i important mean thing marla you seem like a controversial confrontational person here so would you get like i you know i don't know i don't know every family's different right i feel like every family has this uh is this something you can relate to I mean, yeah, I think everyone has those family members that you're like, oh, all right. Um, I think I probably enjoy it less because I don't love the confrontation. And no, no, you don't like, have let's... to... Con <laughs> don't <laughs> confront them. Just, just encourage them. Smile and nod and egg them on. Oh, no, 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 no. You want to get it going. You want to ramp them up, especially if you have two people who you know are opposed. Get them both going. I like to talk to both of them before things get going so they're amped up they have high energy and then let them go like a gladiator fight it's really well fun. and i do think lisa in the chat had a good point that was, I, yeah, this was... can happen at any large family gathering like i feel like family wedding this is like classic family yeah wedding how wedding. is this how is this um, different than than a like a... my my experiences have been uh the family weddings it's not everyone that gets invited whereas there's christmas functions where it's like I haven't seen that the widest ever. the widest net you could cast. I'm like, like who <laughs> is that? They're like, oh, that's your cousin's divorced brother once removed. And I'm like, what does he think about GMOs? And then I go over <laughs> and I find out, and it turns out that's playing uh, God, and I love it. Now, would you so bring that, this behavior to like your significant other's family, or are you gonna are you gonna rein it in? Because from what I read I in the chat, you got some you got some time spent with your with your girlfriend's uh you know mom and family coming up here are you gonna you gotta rein this in no 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 i don't bring it anywhere you just accentuate if it's exists, there if it's there. i just i i just you know i i nurture it where it exists yeah. but i do not facilitate it okay you stoke the yeah. fire but you and, don't start it i got you yeah i'm not the wood i'm the oxygen <laughs> and 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 i kind of like agree with these people giving their opinions because to quote a, a great christmas movie love actually because it's christmas and christmas is the one time of year where you have to tell the truth or something along those lines so yeah. there you go so that that's why that's why climate change is fake i knew it all right we're gonna wrap it up with that that is the draft um chat you guys have done a really good job tonight i know we've we haven't thrown to you as much but we appreciate all the comments steve you've been fired tonight Catherine america rosie lisa everybody Catherine. um great input we love to see it uh so we're gonna we're gonna run through uh, a summary of the picks and don't forget if you're watching live stick around for the after show we will be doing the draw coming up here um but let's do let's do a quick summary uh, adam i'm gonna throw to you i know you went last uh why don't you run through your picks and uh, why don't you give us your assessment of your beer this evening yeah so i had uh, home alone one um eggnog a classic christmas day afternoon nap and love actually and uh, my beer uh it was okay I, I don't think i'll go back to it i think every every time around the, or every year around this time i kind of go back to it and i next year i need to remember not to so this is not the year to do it i'm waiting for one of the times that you know seasonal you bring out the uh i thought you were gonna bring out an eggnog cocktail tonight honestly but i was considering it but yeah. i don't want to tip my hand yeah, yeah that would have been <laughs> that's that's yeah. I, I personally knew you were going to take it and i wasn't gonna get in your way so but that's that's fair um okay i had uh family what did we call it family for long what was it? family family recipes, family family recipes. recipes. thank you i had family recipes I had Elf. I had the calm moments in between the storm. I will figure out a better way to phrase that, but 
those calm moments you get to enjoy. Uh, I'm going to put that to Adam as our resident Instagram connoisseur. No, no. Yeah. no you, oh, got yes. it. you got it, buddy. You got it, buddy. And, uh, and cozy Christmas clothing. Uh, and of course, I had an innocent gun tonight. It was rich. It was flavorful. I think it went straight to my head as I forgot what round we were in. But, uh, you know, I, I really taste tasted the 51 days of aging no it was it was honestly delicious i do love this beer it's my one of my favorite beers this time of year so uh it it it's my first one this year and it's just as good as i remember it uh we'll throw it over to marla yeah so my first pick was christmas caroling uh, my second pick was mauled wine my third pick was outdoor skating and my fourth pick was going to the neckcracker uh, and uh, to remind you, my beer was the Society of Beer Drinking Ladies Ginger Snap Cookie. And it is quite nice. I thought because of ginger, it might have been like kind of tart, but it's quite smooth and, and nice and drinkable. I have enjoyed it. Perfect. Furlong, round it out. Uh, I, with the uh, beer, I had the Winter Beard uh, Nitro Stout Latte. Uh, it was okay. Um, not really my favorite necessarily, but, you know, it's Christmas season. And then for my picks, uh, I in I would like these verbatim on the Instagram post, please. I had uh, the nine and a half seconds in Home Alone Two, where Marv gets electrocuted and then his body turns into a skeleton and then back into himself. I had a kid getting a present they really wanted on Christmas morning and didn't think that they would get. I had December twenty seventh to thirtieth. You can make that longer if you want. And then I had. Uh, the random takes from extended family members that are just pretty outrageous and fun to hear. All right. That was a, that was a wide range. I do want to say I am very surprised. I mean, I think none of us were going to go for like the super obvious ones, but there are so many, so many obvious picks tonight that mm. were left, you know, decorating trees and Christmas. No one did any New Year's Eve stuff. Nothing. Adam uh, did one thing about, was it you who did the thing about, someone did, something about their family doing something on new year's eve i did something oh, it was trimble talking christmas about, eve yeah. christmas eve yeah. but um yeah i mean there was just so christmas many eve, yeah. so many things available that i'm surprised that we didn't get into but that's okay i mean that's and that's what maybe I, we'll we'll touch on them in the after show you never know yeah christmas cookies still left christmas available. cookies yeah. I, christmas lights I, I, lights yeah. was a big one i was gonna go I was, anything snow related yep. snowman snowball fight tobogganing yeah. yeah lots of options there um, but that's okay. Yeah, I had a money. Lot of on my list. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, me too. I said 17 things. Yeah, robbing a Salvation <laughs> Army person outside the mall. That all that shit. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. And before we sign off, Marla, I mean, how do you think tonight went? Do you feel confident measuring up against uh, kind of a you know not not a lackluster but a disappointing effort from our our previous guests? You know, what's your what are your feelings going into uh, the vote here? I think my picks are um, quite positive and festive and cheery. So I think, you know, if the voters are into that kind of thing, I think I could do well. I think if you're looking for something, you know, a bit more off the cuff, a bit more, um, you know, less straightforward, maybe my picks won't be for you. But I think my picks are quite true to me and I am happy with my with my roster tonight. Amazing. And we want to say thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate having you on um you know we've it's been actually a year ago we were talking about trying to get we, we were thinking christmas first thought was marla so we're really glad we can make it work and make it happen um and i actually got to see you in person a couple nights ago which was fantastic yeah. i really enjoyed yeah that. this has been fun yeah collusion, collusion. um 
So just quickly, you know, for those that are watching and listening, we will be back in January. Uh, stay tuned to our Instagram page at Drafts and Drafts Podcast. Likely the first or second week. Like we're very confident we'll be one of the first or second weeks in January. Uh, so we're going to post more when we know the exact date. But we will be back. We got more episodes coming in the new year. We're taking a break until then. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, here we are. Uh, the picks have been made and the kegs have run dry. We can't wait for a wonderful holiday season. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all the love and support. Uh, and uh, we will be back shortly for the after show. Furlong, Adam, good show. Harry Kwanzaa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, lots of uh, equal amounts of Grinch and holiday spirits. So that's, that's what we're after, you know? Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate all of them support. Take care, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll catch you in the next one. See you guys.